go running around the streets of Seattle. But I wasn't going to ask. After this fiasco, I had a feeling that my dragon-shifting husband wouldn't be in any mood to discuss turkey napping. Thanks to sheer dumb luck, the bird had managed to escape from the kitchen. He'd left behind a trail of walking wounded, though, including me. That beak was nasty sharp, and I had the scratch to prove it. But at least I didn't have a hole in my hand, like Roz did. Yeah, in the great dinner war, the bird deserved his freedom. He'd earned it. As the last of his tail feathers vanished from sight on the path leading to Birchwater Pond, I saluted him. You've got what it takes to make it, soldier. Carry on. With one last look at the house, I straightened my shoulders and headed toward my car, We still needed a turkey for Thanksgiving tomorrow, so I might as well head out to buy one. On the upside, by the time I got back, things should have smoothed over and the mess should be cleaned up. Families. One thing was for certain. Mine was loopy, batty, and all around a freak show crew. But I wouldn't trade them for all the glitter and glitz in Otherworld or Earthside. I slid into the driver's seat, but as I inserted the key into the ignition, a shiver ran down my back. A shadow passed through me, cold and dark and incredibly ancient. Suddenly nervous, I hit the button to lock the doors. Maybe it was the wind that rattled the trees that had spooked me, or maybe it was the driving rain, or perhaps the darkness and perpetual gloom had finally managed to suck the smile off my face. Whatever the case, I glanced back at the house, anxious. PTSD, maybe? We had recently come through a horrible stretch, what with the war raging in other world and losing our father. We were all still a little shell-shocked. I had been coping with a lot of nightmares and flashbacks the past few weeks. But this didn't feel like it originated from the same place. Trying to quiet my mind, I listened, breathing slowly. Inhale, exhale. Inhale, exhale. Listen. At first, I could sense only the wind and rain that lashed the yard, but then, below that, there it was. Something was on the move. Something big. I searched my feelings, examining the sensation. Was it fear? Yes, I was definitely afraid, but there was more to it than that. Anticipation? Anxiety? A tingling at the base of my neck told me that deep magic was afoot and would soon be knocking on my door. Magic rode the currents on the wings of a flock of birds. They were there in the astral, black as coal and shrieking warnings from an ancient wood filled with extraordinary beasts. The rolling mists of time poured past as the ravens cried, their song echoing with magic. Dark magic. Deep woodland magic. Death coming in on waves of flame and smoke. As if in sync with my thoughts, a shriek cut through the darkness, startling me out of my trance. I recognized the cry. Raven. Raven was calling. And where Raven flew, 
Raven Mother couldn't be far behind. And behind Raven Mother chasing her was a dragon. At first I flashed back to Haito, but then caught hold of myself. Haito was dead and gone. I forced myself to focus, to examine the energy that rushed past. This dragon was ancient. Not a dragon from the dragon reaches, but even older. This creature rose from the depths of the earth, come awake after eons of time asleep in its lair. As he roared to life, chasing the flock of ravens, he suddenly vanished from my sight. I found myself sitting in the car, my hand on the keys. What the hell was that all about? Almost afraid to examine the vision, I shuddered and started the ignition. As the engine warmed up, I stared into the darkness.